Greetings in Yawashkanakaguego. I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino. If you're tuning in for the first time today, Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some fantastic music from the indigenous artists from across Turtle Island. For this next hour, you're invited to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the music. Born on the western shore of Hudson's Bay in Churchill, Manitoba, Phyllis Sinclair of the Cree Nation is a member of the York Factory First Nation. I don't feel like I have to do much to set the scene today. And as soon as Phyllis starts telling you about her background, you'll understand why. You'll instantly find yourself transported to a different place in a different time. There is one thing that I want to bring your attention to, however. You might remember the international headlines on November 3rd or November 4th discussing the vibrant northern light display that happened in Canada and many parts of the world for that matter. The timeliness of that vibrant light display is of no small coincidence in my mind, especially as it happened just a few short hours after we talked about her people's connection with the ancestors and these lights. And now thanks to Phyllis, I will forever think of my ancestors when these lights continue to dance in such a display throughout the night sky. Perhaps you will as well. So without further ado, let's get into the music. Kicking off our listening for today's edition of Gyno is Old Land, the opening track of Phyllis Sinclair's latest album called Ghost Bones. Turn it up and sing along. You're listening to Gyno. Skin of my womb Breath of my lungs Heartbeat of my chest Water and blood Of those long at rest In a rush of the four winds I hear you come near Without hesitation you
As we kick off our listening on today's edition of Gyno, it's the opening track from Phyllis Sinclair's latest offering. The album's called Ghost Bones, and the track you heard is O Land. Uh, before going any further, I'd, I'd like to take a quick moment and welcome you to Gyno today, Phyllis. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, Brent. Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate being here. I appreciate you accepting the invitation, and I'm excited to dive into your amazing craft. Your voice has really... Uh, it, it, it's captured me already. It's pulled me in. And something that I get particularly excited about when I'm doing my prep for shows and things like that is uh, when artists provide a great roadmap by which to navigate their work. And you certainly do that uh, on your website. And, uh, and I'm looking at descriptions of all of the songs right now. And it's a lot of fun to me uh, to be able to assemble the pieces like that. And so as O Land uh, is the song that we started off with, and it, of course, it's a great articulation of uh, the indigenous connection to the land, but it's also your connection to the land that I want to start with today. I was wondering if you could tell listeners out there a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, I'm Cree. I'm from northern Manitoba, up on the coast of the Hudson Bay, the western coast of the Hudson Bay. Um, it's a very sparse land, uh, lots of Precambrian shield, lots of water, very flat on the tundra. So um, I was really inspired by the simplicity of the beauty of that place. Mm. There's nothing standing up in your face and saying, look at me like a beautiful palm tree or whatever. You You had to really look deep to find the beauty in the place. And I I think I found that uh, as a little girl playing along the rocks and shores of of my hometown. being raised in a community where I had lots of elders, lots of aunties, lots of uncles to to look up to um, for safety, for wisdom, for all those things. I think that really fed me as well. And you don't realize these things, though, until later in life when you look back and you go, wow, you know, that one really touched me in this way. Or that place where I sat on a Sunday afternoon really moved me. So... Yeah, I think um, there is something to the geographic location of where you were raised that really does um, form who you are, and so do the people around you. And it's only later in life that you can look back and really glean from all that. So, 
Yeah. Being a Cree woman in the 21st century with all of our technological advancements and you bringing all of your uh, traditional background with you, that really helps to uh, be able to weave all of this together in, in really unique ways, yeah? Yeah, you know, being raised by my grandmother and my mother uh, really... I, I really can't even express how much that has influenced my my life, my work, my writing. My grandmother was a traditional woman in that she took everything from the land and she worked with it. For example, my uncles used to go out and hunt, and they would bring back fowl in the in the fall time. And I remember sitting beside my grandmother. She had taken off the wings of the geese and the ptarmigan and the ducks. And she sat there with pillowcases, and she began to pluck the down. Mm. And she was putting the down into the feather, into the uh, pillowcases. And I remember sitting and watching her do that. Then later on, what she would do is she would make some fabric, put some fabric together, and she would make duvets. Because in our house, we had no central heat. We had a wood stove, and our house was on pilings. And this is Churchill, Manitoba. You know, it's subarctic. And I remember waking up. Every morning in the wintertime as a child, and you you can see your breath in the air. That's how cold it is. And then you would race off to school because you don't want to freeze your feet on the floor. But my grandmother, you know, had the wherewithal to make these beautiful, warm, plush duvets to keep us warm through the night when the fire went out. Um, you know, so I, I'm really connected to my grandmother and everything that she taught me traditionally as a child. And a lot of it wasn't, okay, sit down, Phyllis, I'm going to teach you about this today. It was the way she lived. Yeah. It was the way she talked. It was the way, even the tone of her voice. I never remember my grandmother raising her voice once. No. <laughs> you know, it just took a little bit of a look. And um, <laughs> one of my favorite memories of my grandmother, I had to be all but six years old, and it was summertime, and someone had bought my grandmother a fish from the river that had just been caught. So my grandmother took it outside, and she laid it on the deck, and she split it in half down the belly, and she laid it open, and she was about to clean it. And it was so fresh that the heart was beating in the fish. And that really caught my young attention, and I took my finger because I was going to touch the heart of the fish. Mm. And my grandmother took my hand, and she put it down, and she said, no. You don't play with the heart of this fish. You respect the fish because this fish gave its life so that we could eat. I've never forgotten that. So that's the kind of tradition that I was brought up in. It was innate. It was taught through what I saw, Mm. mostly by what I saw. That's incredibly profound and I think captures the essence of of Ongwekwa that that real way that we mm-hmm. that we discuss that's the objective right to so that there is no more distinction between learning this and just living our lives exactly it's also my understanding that you credit your grandmother for your unique vocal stylings as well yeah <laughs> yeah i do can i do i absolutely do um, my grandmother At night before we went to bed, there's a couple of things they would do. They would get a sheet, and they would hold the sheet over the stove, and they'd run to the bed with this warm sheet, and they'd cover us with this hot sheet, and then they'd put these big duvets over us. Then the lights would go out, and I remember lying in bed, 
in the dark, hearing my grandmother on the bed beside us, because we slept in one bed and she slept in the bed beside us. I remember her humming in the dark. And that humming was so beautifully haunting. And I remember just being struck by it and feeling this deep kind of spiritual feeling, you know, listening to my grandmother hum. And I have for years tried to emulate that hum, and I just can't. And I can hear it in my head, and it's it's so high, and it's so, um, um, you know, it, it's almost in like a minor key. And, uh, yeah, so when I sing, I hear that in my mind I hear my grandmother and she also had that kind of ah, ah, you know like kind of a swooping sort of thing when she went on to the next note and that must have really influenced me because without even thinking I find myself doing that when I sing well wow, and I'm okay with it <laughs> so yeah she did the other thing really quickly quickly that um, I think really um, affected my music without really realizing it was a geography because, you know, Churchill is a big, flat, wide open, vast expanse of snow and ice. And in the summertime, it's a vast expanse of water. And, um, you know, I think there's a certain etherealness to my music and a certain atmosphericism to my music that I think comes from that place. So, yeah. Useful influence, for sure. <laughs> you have really already kind of evoked that that world in which you grew up and that comes through in all of your music. So uh, well, let's get back into the tunes. We'll come back and chat specifically a little bit more about Ghost Bones. In fact, uh, we'll come back to our listening of Ghost Bones in just a few as well. I want to actually go back to Phyllis's second album right now, Fathomless Tales from Leviathan's Hole. And this song that we're going to be hearing right now was selected by Musicians with a Cure to be included in their more Life in the Years compilation. It was selected over 350,000 entries worldwide. And at this time, you're invited to turn it up and sing along with the manicure from Phyllis Sinclair today on Gyno. A few walls parked 
Marching on, yes, here come the army. 
Now everything I have I owe to the creator Fell to my knees, didn't know if she would answer But she came through clutch at the time when I needed her Now I'm flying high, yes I'm a believer Hey, this is Adrian Wall with Innistate. You're listening to Gyno. Redemption still be found 
Recommendation from the great Phyllis Sinclair. That's Richard Inman's Redemption today on Gyno. If you're just now tuning in, Phyllis Sinclair is my esteemed featured guest. We're going to get back into listening from her latest album, Ghost Bones, for the remainder of the show. And, uh, well, all right, Phyllis, when we went to the music, uh, we were talking about your upbringing, how influential it was growing up in your grandmother's home. And I really got this sense that I was traveling up to Churchill, Manitoba, uh, and, and, so I, I feel like that sets the stage for the remainder of our conversation today. Uh, Ghost Bones is what we're talking about. This album right here points to the power, as I'm quoting your website, it points to the power of your culture's spirituality, utilizing mythology and astronomy to teach and sustain through centuries of deprivations and afflictions. And, uh, of course, you have descriptions of all of the songs on here. Um, I... I, I'm curious about the journey of how this album came to be, and I, let's start with um, the album title track, Ghost Bones. This album was um, years in the making without me really realizing it. I had, uh, just very briefly, I had taken ill. Um, my thyroid crapped out on me, basically, mm. and uh, I couldn't write for a few years because I didn't have the energy. But while I was sitting there waiting to write, um, so many thoughts came through my head. You know, one was, oh, my goodness, you know, like I haven't uh, written or been able to sing for, you know, a year now. How, many, how what, what am I going to go back to? What do I have to offer now when I return to my form? And um, some of the thoughts that had been brewing in my head is that I had been at this songwriting business for over 20 years. And uh, all the songs that I have written have always been um, wanting to pay homage to my culture and to the people in it. So I knew I had done that, and I thought, what is the next step? What do I need to say as I, you know, age and, and uh, you know, um, what is it that, that I feel compelled to say that I haven't said yet? Sure. And one of the things was, um, oh, how do I put this? It's so... The things that were not being talked about in music in a real clear way, the missing and murdered Indigenous women, I know you have them in the United States as well, but we have that in Canada. I wanted to talk about the treaties and and how um, some of the treaties have not come to fruition and how that affects the people here on Turtle Island today. You know, I wanted to talk about... Uh, you know, Run, Brother, Run, where I talk about um, the mistreatment of Indigenous people when they were taken into foster care um, years ago. It still goes on today, unfortunately. So there were issues that I felt I needed to look at straight in the face and unabashedly say, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk about you. People might not like this. People might not like that I'm talking about um, ghost bones and the treaties, and they might not you know, like me go, talking about unforgotten lullaby, um, but I'm going to do it. And I really felt like I was taking a risk 
by going to these places, but I thought if they're on my mind and they're in my heart and I say them with love and I feel the urging of the creator for me to do this, I will listen and I will trust the journey. And that's how ghost poems came about. You know, it was a very um, spiritual um, journey, but it was also, you know, fraught with questions. You know, should I say that? Should I go there? Um, Will I offend somebody? My job is not to offend, but to teach and to take people to a place where they feel comfortable going, um, even if it's a new place. So, you know, Ghost Bones is very special to me. I don't think I will ever replicate the album. I don't want to replicate the album, but I felt I really needed to say these things. And uh, I'm glad that I did. You've really created something special with these songs. And you mentioned uh, getting into specific contemporary topics, but then you also have songs that talk about the Northern Lights. And on the surface, it might be a little bit, uh, or appear to be a little bit disjointed anyway, but it all does tie together. It does weave into each other, yeah? Yes, it does. You know, I knew that I was hitting on some pretty heavy topics with this album, and I thought, you know, you can't keep it heavy. You've got to you know, balance it with something light and fun. And there are some light and fun songs on this album. And Going Home Star is one song um, on the album that I that I wrote because recently we have our elders who are now beginning to dig back into our um, mythological past, into our astronomical past, and digging up the stories that were kind of forgotten laid by the wayside. And I learned that the, the North Star in our culture is known as the star that is the gateway to the next life when we leave this place here on Earth. And I thought about that, and I thought, that's really amazing to me that here on Earth when we get lost, at night we wait for the night when it starts to find a way, that's amazing, (laughs) you know, and, you know, so I'm waiting for night and I'm waiting for the North star because the North star is going to guide me home. The North star is going to tell me, Phyllis, you go this way. If you want to go East, this way, if you want to go West, that way South. So it leads me home back to safety, to the people that I know. And yet when I leave this earth, I'm also going to go to that North star and find my way home and find my way back to my people, and find my way back to my safety. So that uh, that's a very special song. Wawate in Imehitujik is another song on the album, which actually in my language means the Northern Lights are dancing. And that's something else that we have uncovered, is that um, when the, we have two types of Northern Lights. We've got the Northern Lights when they're flowing, and they're soft, and they're sweeping. We call that Wawate, that's Northern Lights. But when the northern lights are fast and they're bright and they're brilliant and they're breaking off and they're going to and fro and they just have you mesmerized, we call that chipeyak. And chipeyak in our language means ghost spirits. So we believe that when the northern lights are in chipeyak, that's our ancestors come down to visit us in dance. So those are two songs that sort, they sound like they divert, but they are actually very deeply cultural. And, you know, the fact that the North Star leads us home to me is very telling of the whole album, really. 
you know, and uh, then the very last song, The Sail, is a lot of fun, too, because it sort of diverts from my folky roots into a little bit of pop. (laughs) So um, I kind of like that, too. So, yeah, there there are little diversions, but they all meld together, and they all have the same purpose. So I think that's the tie that weaves everything into one cohesive piece. Well, you know, to tie this portion of our conversation into uh, that cohesive piece like that, uh, I'm excited to get back into your ancestral place, motherland, home, flesh of creation, skin of your bones. And I want to do that with dedicating this entire set to some amazing Cree artists uh, who are helping to reveal the North Star Calling. So we're going to hear Leela Gilday in this block. I also have another great recommendation from Phyllis, and that's going to come by way of Eden Fine Day before this block is up. Kicking things off right now, though, we're going to get back into things with the title track from Phyllis Sinclair's Ghost Bones album, You're listening to Gaino. They paid with 
This is Katung, and you're listening to Gaino on Native Voice One. Fine Days, White Tears, Phyllis Sinclair's recommendation today on Gyno. Uh, if you're just now tuning in, well, be sure to go check out the full archive version at www.gynomusic.fm because you missed out on one heck of a conversation. I'd like to welcome Phyllis back one last time uh, before we part ways for today. And uh, I told you I'm going to thank you a few times, and here's another time I want to thank you for uh, your words and uh, the ability that you have as a storyteller to be able to take us to someplace very special. And that's what uh, the songs on Ghost Bones are all about. Uh, now, we have just a little bit more time to catch up right now. Let's talk future plans. Uh, well, you mentioned before the break that the sale is deviating a little bit from your folk roots and getting into pop. Is that what's next for you? Are you going to put out a dance album? <laughs> I'd love to put out a dance album, but no, I don't think that's in the plan. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, you know, the more I think about it, I, I really want to write um, songs of empowerment. You know, I talk on Ghost Bones about issues. It's a very issue-oriented album. And I think I need to now take people to a, 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 an empowering place where I say, you know, you're okay you have what it takes within you to move forward. You know, you have 
already inside you what it takes to take you to a new place, a better place. And I think that's where I want to go. I want to try as best I can to go to an empowering place. And I think just by virtue of the words and virtue of the topic, that it probably will be a little bit more upbeat. Mm. But to me, spirituality is so important. And if I can't mix in spirituality with some lightheartedness, something's wrong. Because, you know, I think our spirituality, when I talk about the the creator, for example, I call the creator my keeper because I really believe that's what the creator is. The creator is our keeper, watches over our soul. And when we're feeling whatever emotion, we can always go to the creator, to the keeper, you know, for strength, for wisdom, to make us laugh, to, you know, to have a sense of humor. And um, I think the next album will, I'm hoping, will bring in those elements of the keeper's care for us in the lighthearted sort of way. Sure. Because we need that too. Uh, absolutely. I, I agree 100%. And I'm going to be honest, Phyllis, when you're describing uh, the need to be able to weave spirituality into some of the lightheartedness and the upbeat kind of stuff, it reminds me of uh, the way you described your grandmother, uh, that, you know, tradition wasn't something else. It wasn't an uh, an other kind of thing. It was a part of that being. And, and just walking the walk, dancing the dance, talking the talk, it all comes together in a beautiful dance like that, yeah? Yes, yes. You know, it's, it's interesting how when you have discussions like that, you kind of you kind of go, hey, yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> you, re- <laughs> you know, you learn something about yourself as you talk about these things. Sure. And, uh, yeah, so thank you for that. That's awesome. I can't thank you enough for today's conversation. Our time is fastly running out. Uh, just uh, one last question, Phyllis. Where can people find you at? They can find me um, on my website, phyllisinclair.com. And uh, if you're looking for music, you can find it at Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube Music, Amazon, just about anywhere where you can find any, uh, any music today digitally, you'll find me there. So I do hope you look me up. Hey, listen, Brett, it's been a real pleasure speaking with you today. And uh, I know I, I can't see your listeners, but I want to encourage everybody today to keep trusting, keep walking the walk. You know, uh, life isn't always easy, but we have what it takes inside to do exactly what it is that we're meant to do. Just dig deep. It's all there within you. Thank you so much for this time and this opportunity. Across the freckled canvas Where stars and green hide moon Try as they might Can't hold a lamp to you Try as they might tonight Can't hold a lamp to you Your veil of cafe curtains light the snow Your neon hem becomes four rivers winding as they go 
For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nb1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com.
Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.